0: This is Side of Design from BWBR, a podcast discussing all aspects of design with knowledge leaders from every part of the industry. You know, one of the things that people like about uh, working with us sometimes is you're like, wait, people are laughing in your, like, what is going, what is going on? You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. People enjoy working together. Yeah. Wait a second.
1: Right. (laughs) And that's not to say it's just a big laugh fest all the time, but, you know, there are moments of, you know, humor and humility and all that stuff and you...
0: Oh, yeah. If you can't laugh at yourself and the fact that we're human and, yeah. you know, we we lo- we love that we get things right. But guess what? When we don't, you have to be able to shirk it off and move on to the next solution. Right. And
1: that was kind of what our first year of doing the podcast was in a lot of ways. Right. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? How do we adjust? How do we move forward? And I think, uh, Matt, that you see, that was going to be me launching into all of that but do you want to do our, it, do
0: you want to do, do our introductions sure hi i'm matt gerstner technical producer of the podcast and hey welcome to the side of design we're on season two series two if uh you're listening across the pond across the atlantic in the transatlantic coast <laughs> <laughs> i've been the person behind the podcast if you will your technical producer for the podcast for all 20 episodes, help get this thing set up and on all of the platforms that make it easy for you to listen. And Matt, you know, thank you for all your hard work this past year. You're you're
1: right. None of this Uh, It happens without you and um, more people than just you and myself, actually. A lot of guests, uh, a lot of hosts, people writing the blog, people setting up the meetings, people hosting. It takes a lot of effort and we're happy to do it. Uh, But again, none of this really reaches our listeners without you. And by the way, I'm Jarrett Anderson. I'm a project manager and architect here at BWBR. And in 2021, I was really fortunate to be behind the scenes helping curate some of the content and really watching the
0: podcast take shape. Yeah, did a fantastic job at that, Jared. And actually, you will be a voice for us in this yes. upcoming season.
1: Yes, this upcoming season. Hopefully, it won't be. I won't be carrying the show, no, no doubt about that. We have a lot of talented individuals that will be stepping in, and a lot of the content will come from them. But I'll be along for the ride with them as we highlight what they've been working on, the clients that they've been working with. And really, you know, showcasing them and BWBR's values at the same point in time as where we have future discussions uh, in, in the coming year. And over this past year, though, Matt, we learned a lot as we started this adventure. And I think overall, we've had a successful first year.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a learning a learning and lesson every single time we've done this. It's been a wonderful opportunity, I think, to. Give a, it gives us another platform as, you know, as people, as a company, you know, there's a lot of people that are just interested in a lot of these topics that we've been talking about. Well, even just sharing across the office as
1: well, it's been a nice way. We already have communities of practice in all our different market sectors built in. And this is just another way for us to share also across the office in general, what people have been up to. And it's Design is one of these things where something in behavioral health might be happening, but it's applicable to workplace. It's applicable to education. There's a lot of things that just cross barriers. And in a lot of ways, that's why I think we decided not to just focus on one market sector with the podcast as well, but cast a wider net to really get at that point a little bit. So we're able to showcase folks, all the work going on in the office of the different clients. But then when it comes to design and design excellence, it's not a one-off scenario. These things, lessons learned in one project really apply to the next project.
0: I think it goes to that, that core statement that we had throughout all of season one that, you know, it's, we're talking about all things design. This, this isn't just the architecture side of things. We've had, right. we've had consultants come in. We've talked about uh, fire safety. We've talked about life safety. We've talked about all those different types of things.
1: Right. And building performance um, yeah. and equitable spaces. Uh, yeah. And how, how does equity find itself in the built environment, which is going to be a conversation for all of us to meaningfully have going forward for a number of years? That's just not a one-off thing either. So I'm I'm really happy with kind of our toll hold going in, and look forward to season two or series two again whether or not you're in uh here in the u.s or in spain and i I think we have uh, a few international listeners actually we
0: we do have uh, quite a few international listeners actually last time i checked i think we're in 19 different countries right now which is pretty cool to see that we're getting you know downloads it's not just our own backyard yeah, and I haven't been
1: traveling to 19 different countries, so it's not me. Oh, uh, no, you're not alone in that. I think, not, I think COVID yeah, has
0: prevented that for a lot of
1: us. Definitely, <laughs> yes. Re-entering the country has been on my mind in, in that regard. So it's definitely kept kept me here in, in Minnesota, which is fine. That expansion of of the numbers, the fact that in general, we've been in the top 50% of podcasts as well, which I think is a, a good thing. It shows that we're reaching some some people. People are listening. Hopefully we hear more feedback this coming year you know i'm always interested in hearing what our clients have to say and in this case our clients in a lot of ways are podcast specific about the listeners and what what do they want to hear what are they curious about? What from the past did we miss? What don't they agree with? What do they agree with? You know, this discussion and discourse is, is interesting and good. And I think in this coming year, we might do a couple round tables where we have some interjections like that too, that are more, you know, somewhat discussion based and in design disagreement is, is okay. Uh, And it's healthy. If we, if we always agreed on everything all the time, like what would we really be doing? And would we be, Bringing value to anything. But to respectfully disagree and really be able to address real issues is something Mm -hmm. that I think our our staff does every day. And that's another great thing that I think comes out of the podcast in general is showcasing our staff's values, which is really part of our culture, you know, being curious, being inclusive. Being grateful, you know, grateful for for the clients that we have, grateful for the, for the work that we're doing. We're a really cool uh, bunch of people, and one of the, one of my favorite things, and it may have been Pete or a few other folks that have said it in the past, is we're just a funky club unless we have our clients, and we need <laughs> we need clients to do good things, right? <laughs> absolutely. <clears throat> Which is abso- absolutely true. Absolutely true. And in that regard, too, you know, we have people that really own it and own it to a degree that they really care about what they're they're doing and why they're doing it. And they want to learn and get better and progress and learn what's out there and share what they know with everybody else. And I think some of those values translate to our clients as well and who we work with. And I think we heard that from some of our guests that we had as well.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. There, There were a few, you know, a few guests were clients. That's it's great to get their input. It's great to hear what what's working for them. And it's also so important to hear where they need help. You know, you said it earlier, we cast a wide net with the topics, which is great because we've got a wide net of knowledge and resources within our office. Right. And so in that way, you know, we brought in so many different people from so many different roles.
1: Yeah. It it wouldn't be fair just to focus on one market sector or one piece of design because these things translate across boundaries as, as they should, you know, if we want to just talk about a couple episodes from the past year that if, if you didn't listen yeah. uh, to them, you, it would be great if you, if you would, because I think that they were interesting. Oh, we'd appreciate um, it. And that would be across the board. Obviously we liked, we like them all, but if I could only pick three to talk from, this is just mine and it might change tomorrow, but yeah. uh, one of them would be, you know, the power of infinite thinking a hundred years of BWBR. I think a lot of what we just talked about was, was really encapsulated in that discussion. There was just was, a lot of.
0: That was a great episode to record. That was Definitely a wonderful discussion to hear. And I can tell you from the technical side of things, you, what you heard on your end is everything that I heard on my end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. There was this moment, actually,
1: I think Pete is talking about fee pressure, a few things that are important to us. And then in the background, you hear... <laughs> Little, little <laughs> yeah. Dog barking, right? Which is very emblematic of where we are today. And there was a, a quick moment of a, of a pause, but then it just moved right on because we all accept that that's where we are and that's what we're doing. And we move forward and accept that in, in who we're working with. And, you know, uh, Coral was doing a great job during that and that discussion between Pete and Steph about what it means to be president CEO, being yourself, being authentic, and really, you know, caring about the, the firm culture, design excellence and also doing what's right for the client the firm and people that's what's right for you so that dog barking in the background is really being respectful actually when it's just you accept
0: that that's happening that's respecting the people where we're at meeting people yeah. where they're at it's uh, such a sign of just the reality of life right now for so many people right for a lot of people right now it's still working from home <laughs> right
1: and you know the the other thing that was talked about which is Really important is, you know, equity was discussed during that episode. And equity is a theme that we've been exploring for years here at BWBR and really is important and is becoming more of our DNA in terms of what lenses we're looking through, how we're looking through them. And there's always room for improvement from any one of us, uh, myself included. and. Another episode that then comes to mind for me
0: is the scholarship. Uh, yeah, that, episode. That, Yeah, our equity scholarship winners. That was a that was such a wonderful episode to record, because we got to talk to people who are somewhat new to the field. You know, some you know, some younger folks in our industry. Right, and me as a
1: more more seasoned veteran, I love talking to new people coming into the profession in general because it just re-energizes you uh, to to what are the issues of the day that they're concerned about because these folks are going to be coming into your our office, your office, the profession, uh, whether at a, you know, a a committee AIA level or wherever they're, wherever they're at, right? Maybe they're, maybe they're an owner's rep. Maybe they take a different path, but still we want them to be in our profession and what do they care about? How do they care about it? And some really great themes that were in that podcast was context and how much context matters. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you're designing and you show up to a situation, you're really cognizant. You're not steamrolling the people there. There, right, right. No matter right. what it is, and that applies to, uh, across all formats. You're there to listen. You're there to understand the context, understand the problem, and then work together to inform and find a find a design solution essentially for what's going on. Exactly. Uh, so that... much.
0: It's so much less about imposing your idea and of what the design should be, and just listening really right. listening and seeing what's going to fit
1: right and it it brings about you know some lofty goals about what there is in architecture and design and you know it, the fact that we do consider it meaningful work and valuable work and you know every day we have the opportunity to promote an equitable environment through yes. accessibility through access to opportunity and to you know respecting race and gender right and and that is just all those goals are important. They're not important just to us, but they're important to no. our clients and everybody else. Yeah, right? to our to our global community. Right. And you know, it also highlighted in our past, Milk Bursted and, and and Dorothy, right? And right, the, right. The fact that you know we've been trying for a certain extent to try to move the needle, maybe not in the most perfect sense, but recognizing that for a number of years we've been trying and. Approaching this topic in in different ways and realizing that we can always do better that we need to engage and, and it'll be interesting as we go forward as designers to see how we take a look at these lenses in the built environment and the spaces that we're providing for our clients and we can point at something and say, this is something that makes the space better for everyone or for this group that has been disadvantaged or, you know, so many ways that that can come to fruition, which I think is a, a really amazing goal.
0: Um, Absolutely. Absolutely is because it would really, you know, again, the, it's, it's the listening there. It's about listening to these, you know, listening to groups besides yourself and the group that you will personally identify with.
1: Right. And, and it was amazing because they were talking about first generations people, And how would you approach a design project for first generation and whatever their frame of reference is for architecture, uh, if that's a Navajo community or whomever. If I was just to roll into that situation and present a solution, that's not right. Zero percent right. We we come from a different background. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you got to do the research behind it. You have to do the, the you really have to do all that background work to meaningfully approach and engage inequality and gain trust. As oh, well. absolutely. Because when absolutely. you, no matter who that group is, and you know, there could be doctors, could be nurses, it could be anything here. You want to earn that trust and eventually move the needle, make a difference for that client and whatever their design issue kind of is. So right. that's, a, that's a, you know, 50,000 foot.
0: <laughs> yeah. but that's But honestly, that, that one episode covered so much. It did. And and it, and it was, it was so refreshing to hear from
1: students in the field. Right. And then, you know, acknowledging women in architecture, and which has always been a discussion, right? Uh, you have in, in the design field, you know, a 50-50 representation. So a pipeline has been somewhat fixed in, in, a, in a way into the school and into college. But coming out, only a small percentage of women end up staying in the AIA or becoming AIA. Right. And that, you know, it's, what, what was it, 17, 18 percent? It's yeah, the,
0: the numbers are not good. Right.
1: And, you know, I'm, I'm, my wife became an architect, which was right. me. So I got to watch that happen as well from, from my side. So I'm very, you know, uh, sensitive, but could be more attuned to those issues as well. Like, right, uh, what am I doing that
0: is either helping or playing that part of the problem or part of the solution? Absolutely. You know, And that's, and that comes through self-reflection and right. assessment And just being aware of these issues and being aware of these things that affect so many people and acknowledging that I may not be doing everything right. I also can learn and move forward with this.
1: Yeah. So moving moving from those more abstract concepts to more of something a little bit more concrete was the empath episode that we did, which discussed an empath unit. I think it was Fairview Southdale, right? That, right. That we did on that one. And we we had the client there as well to talk about it. And, you know, mental health obviously is is and has been and will be an issue going forward, especially uh, in the ED environment where, you know, they really talked about and understood and uh, Ryan engaged there about, you know, how they needed to think about flow, how they needed to consider how people came into and entered the ED. And, Mm -hmm. you know, were these spaces set up for everyone, for everything? No. No, they were set up for a medical intervention. So the empath unit enabled rooms to free up, to move folks over to a well-intentioned space. So after someone has been de-escalated, they could come over and, you know, the, so their medical issue had been taken care of, they have been cleared and they moved over to a unit specifically designed to, you know, work through any self-harm ideation, substance abuse, violence issues, you know, panic, you name it. That's what that space was there and meant for. and. The professionals and the resources were there for that person as well. And they would get, they would get five touch points throughout the day and meaningful transitions from space to space and person to person to make that encounter meaningful for them so that they could then go to an outpatient setting and not an inpatient setting. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, continue to make strides in their own mental health, which is really, really fantastic. So that's something that really showcased how how we listen in a number of ways and what moving the needle is like for the client as well. Freeing up beds, patient outcomes, that kind of a thing and how the space can inform the practice can affect the patient. Oh yes. So that to me was, um, was a really good, I got excited listening to that.
0: (laughs) You know, I just like to chip in on that one. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, Dr. Louis Zeidner, our, our outside guest on that one, being able to sit and listen to him talk about their space and the process and the reasons and the design that we helped create for them was fantastic. But the part that landed with me, I think the most was that, yes, this was one of our projects and it's working so much better for them. And we all recognize that it's still a learning opportunity. There's still room to help improve these spaces for, for right. clients, because while we try to arrive at all of our best solutions, as time moves and as things change, the potential outcomes can change, too. And yeah. we can we can always refine and that. that- Brings back, you know, uh,
1: thoughts about data and post-occupancy evaluations, that kind of a thing that would let us see, you know, how patients are are doing. How is the staff doing? Is the staff staying safe? That kind of a right. thing, following up afterwards and keeping up that relationship to understand really how our designs are evolving and serving serving our clients for the next 1, 5, 10, 15, 20, 15, you know, how, how many ever years that they're going to be there. These are big deals uh, exactly. for a lot of it. Sometimes this is... If you're a smaller entity, this is your big thing and it's it's stressful for them. And even if you're a big entity, it's still stressful because you're impacting (laughs) your staff and it's patient outcomes.
0: So, yeah. And uh, I I think a lot of people uh, don't, don't recognize that, that, you know, architecture, we're not just designing for, for your client. We're designing for you and your staff and your clients. Right. Right. And and the, the whole use you mentioned data. And, you know, that just reminded me of the episode that we did on research and practice that mm-hmm. that is one of our core values is analyzing our data, analyzing our spaces, making sure that we are designing the best space that we can. And we can only do that when we look back on what we've done. Right. And, and- pretty close here we
1: might be going down the slippery slope of where i just want to talk about all the episodes because then that would go oh by the way matt sustainability which is also (laughs) really important oh Uh, i think it is as an existential issue (laughs) you know that kind of thing and energy use and how that impacts the clients uh, and how does that done equitably as well I look forward to what the what 2022 is going to bring for us. You know, I think in the year of 2021, we really talked a lot about hope and tangible progress and things that right. can be done and not smoke. Right. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't what we didn't talk about was the illusion of what might be, but what had been done, how we did it, these concrete things. And then also talked about really abstract ideas that are based in reality and will become issues as we go forward. So with with that, we appreciate all our listeners for, for tagging along for twenty twenty one and looking forward to twenty
0: twenty two. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. This has been Side of Design from BWBR, brought to you without any paid advertisements or commercials. If you found value in what you've heard today, give us a like, leave us a comment, or better yet, share us with your network. You can also reach out to us if you'd like to share an idea for a show or start a discussion. Email us at sideofdesign at bwbr.com.